Uh, quack quack listeners, it's your humble host Adam Tremail. Now, I just wanted to set up this episode, which is a very special episode of the Quack 12 podcast. You see, we recorded this before the Oregon versus Washington game, and we recorded this with special guest Gaby Lucas of the Dog Pound, and we recorded this episode on the off chance, the slim chance, that the Ducks lost this game. This would be a refuge for Duck fans that want to hear about anything but the Oregon versus Washington results. This is a podcast in which the subject is we can talk about anything but Oregon football or Duck football. And we did just that. And I would like to preemptively apologize for what I said about Southern Oregon fathers. I'm sure there are plenty of fathers who are great dads. Uh, clearly, that is that is uh, my daddy issue. This That's not the podcast daddy issue. So we'll get into that on a Quack 12 Patreon episode, possibly. Anywho, here is the episode long-awaited by absolutely nobody. See if you can spot the optimism that is in my voice pre you know that game <sighs> your host, Adam Jamail. And I'm Aaron Schroeder. This is the Quack 12 Podcast, the most official podcast, just in general. It's not about any specific subject today. It's about every subject, not but today, a couple of junior. subjects. Not today, Junior. Not today, Junior. Because today we're barely a sports podcast. We're, we're just more of a like, you know, kind of cosmic consciousness podcast. That'd be our genre mm. right now. Talking really my just, love language. <laughs> getting into the zeitgeist of, of everything, you know? And yeah. uh, for that, of course, we needed dear friend. Every time we've had this person on, our numbers have gone through the fucking roof. I'm not even joking. Uh, if you were to do like a top ten, probably half of them are with this person. So we expect a lot. And this episode, especially <laughs> with this theme that we've got, will either break that streak as in, like, everyone's not going to like it and just mm-hmm. donezo, zero listeners, probably half the subscriptions that we had before, or it could double everything. Cause this so could we're going to have, one like, really one subscription? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we could have up to three subscriptions after this. Bro. Be- because we've got the one, the only, Gaby Lucas of the Dog Pound. It is I. It is Hello. you. Hello. Wait, do do my episodes actually do well? That I'm is not shocking. joking. No, it's true. I think it's because we get. It's usually like a pretty. It's probably like a bunch of duck fans want to listen to it, or early on, I think we got a bunch of husky fans listening. That's a to good it point. Because that's a good. We point. were shitty, and like people. Mm. Do you ever listen to sports podcasts? For teams like you know, a rival. Wait a second. Yeah. Oh, so we got to set up the theme. You're right. 
We got to set up the theme. Thank you, Aaron. You're the ref for this. <laughs> well, wait, wait, wait. But if, if you're about to say what yeah. you were going to say. A rival sports podcast. it's not Because related. they're shitty and you just want to. Yeah. Like USC. I listen no, to the Reign of Troy podcast, but only oh, when they they're shitty? really bad. Because Sorry. Okay. You get what I mean? Because they're like the Trojans. And I don't like rooting for the Trojans. Oh, when the team is shitty. Yeah. I thought you meant you like listening to shitty podcasts. <laughs> no, I don't. <laughs> Only top tier podcasts. Uh, but when the teams that, are shitty. Okay. Because then you get to that hear makes more sense. fans just go off about like how bad they feel about their shitty team. And it's really fun sometimes. The, okay, yeah. Uh, I don't do that because <laughs> I understand why people do. Yeah. And I do something similar. I don't do that because... Um, time is finite and mm. the things that go into my ear holes are like that that wow like, there mm. is like there's only i barely listen to podcasts as is at like okay I, there's like three of them that i will listen to when i'm like driving so black 12 but, joe rogan oh yeah oh every dedicated listener <laughs> yeah <laughs> evangelical some say uh and yeah I, it's either like that or like KNKX Midday Jazz. Nice. Is that real? <laughs> <laughs> that is nice. What's that? Is that real? You're listening to Midday Jazz? Oh, yeah. No, really, nice. I did. I did. My The two things I listened to growing up were, uh, like, on, on the radio, mm -hmm. I should say, were uh, jazz, jazz, jazz slash blues, uh, depending on if it was Friday, Saturday night, because they played, KPLU growing up played. They still do, but now they they have a different call name. Uh, or like the Mariners. Nice. Or then on Sunday mornings when my mom and I would come home from church, my dad would usually be blasting Bob Dylan. You grew up in or, the 60s, yes? Yes, I did. Yes, Watching I baseball. Sometimes I'd though. listen to the baseball game. Sometimes late at night on Fridays, there'd be jazz music. No, we get it. Well, we love I'm it. Fair, uh, yeah. For someone, it's, for someone who uh, has been accused of being anti-American, <laughs> I feel like I'm a very Americana <laughs> You're actually the bitch. most American person that's ever existed, maybe? Now, this would be the time in Except the Except for that church was Anglican, so. Oh. Well, oh. Our search People, continues. People, they call me Benedict. <laughs> okay, here we go. Arnold. This would be the point in most sports podcasts where it's like, okay, they've had their fun banter. They've got their, you know, not on-topic subject. And now we're going to get into... No, because today, <laughs> the theme of this podcast is everything but the Huskies and the Ducks. We will not talk about those two teams. This is the last time we're going to mention them. Aaron, it's your job to be like ref of that. Yeah. Okay. Not now like a Pac-12 ref. Do we though. allow pets like, actually into do the it. conversation? Like As in, I have a pet duck. Hmm? I'm, I'm all... Do, you, do Is this something that we have yeah. to be wary of? Is there a, a possibility of that occurring? You're pulling a Chandler Bing over there? Today a Chandler oh. Bada Bing! Everybody! <laughs> oh, boy. But we are not allowed to talk about those two things because this is a safe space for... Okay, Duck fans, I know you're what feeling about? cocky about this. We're like 13-point favorites. But say we lose this game... Wow. Which I mean, Washington's a two. Like they've lost two games. They got they got some great players. Penix is definitely very fun to watch. But like, is this where we're getting oh, out of our system first? Oh, sorry, our sorry. I just broke if, it. Shit. Okay, but if we, <laughs> red flag, whatever happens, this is the safe. But I, we're not okay. It's not official yet. Okay, because I just want to say this is the place. We haven't started. 
No, we started. This is all going into No, it. no, I know we're recording. Oh, but yeah. Like, you know, we're recording, but that doesn't mean we've started. Exactly. The, the game hasn't started. Thank you, Aaron. Um, Checkmate, Satan. So, <laughs> so this is a place for you to come and listen when you don't want to hear it. Because imagine, Duck fans, if we lose this game, you're going to be heartbroken. You're not going to want to hear about college football or sports very much even. So this yeah. is for you. This is for even Husky fans to come in, get our numbers up. In a chat, in a chat with our dear, dear friend. So that's it. Does anyone have anything else to say about these two teams that they just have to say? Uh, well, I will add that even though I don't listen to opposing fans' podcasts mm-hmm. when they're doing bad, mm-hmm. I do love scrolling through their like Twitter mm. uh, areas. Like last yeah. year when when uh, Oregon, Oregon and UW went through a phase last year of of just batshit insane twitter circles i never listened to them oh yeah Origins because were pretty i nuts. <laughs> value my brain cells um but i did really enjoy like seeing the twitter fallout from oregon's twitter circle like at one point didn't you have someone some like damn parent yelling at an alumni yep. or something? like that kind of like that absolutely that was but that amazing like ex-players coming on and just talking shit and stirring stuff and then there's also like dan lanning's brother-in-law yeah his brother or brother-in-law just like dropping kind of, beans kind of was just like oh yeah he's I, going to oregon <laughs> yeah i think i think um we this doesn't count we can should be able to keep talking about this because this doesn't count as we're not talking about football That's or the game Twitter, we're talking yeah. about demographics of people who are lunatics yeah as long as, as long as you can frame it in the context mm-hmm. of it being about twitter and the twitter space exactly i will allow it you're the ref, you're the ref. can i say mm-hmm. so have you guys seen the british comedy panel game show taskmaster yes uh, i think i so have. yeah 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 so aaron uh you know how in that uh in that show like if you can defend your way out of being like, no, 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 I didn't break the rules. Correct. I, it's just like, it's really just an exercise in competitive, like post-structuralism. Well, it's and I think just that will debate. happen once or twice today. I like that. Very, very, yeah, that sounds great. We can just uh-huh. argue okay. our way out of it. Great. But this isn't talking about Oregon and this isn't talking about football. This is. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, there's so- sociological study. <laughs> well, yeah, we're talking about a brother-in-law who knows this dude's probably like a general contractor. <laughs> That's all I know about him. He has too. a housing, he has a roofing business and calls him, or he owns a roof, uh, a roofing business, uh, in many re- rental properties and calls himself a small business owner. Uh-huh. Yeah, that sounds about right. That sounds about right. Twitter spaces seem nuts. I've never enjoyed. I've like oh. hopped into them for like five minutes. Are you going to pay the $8 to get us a blue check mark, Adam? Well, I think we deserve one. We are pretty official, aren't we? Yeah. Well, Don't only you dare. $8 a month, and, and no one, everyone will assume we're super official because we have it. And no Correct. one knows that they only cost $8 a month. So it's, I don't. It's I don't think that's how that works anymore. No, it yeah. It really you is can... the sneeches. I don't think anyone will think we're official. <laughs> yeah. Considering that yesterday... King James underscore D's nuts nice. got suspended. Oh. Suspended? Come on, that's so funny. Wait, why did he get nut. suspended for the blue check mark? Oh, just because people like yesterday, uh, pe- people started, or yesterday or two days ago, a few, whatever, people started buying 
blue check marks because apparently you can do that now. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. I only use it. I, don't, I only use my own personal Twitter on on like the web. I don't use that because uh, I use the app for the UWDP Twitter. Um, but like, so a bunch of people got suspended because they, you know, had like 30 followers, bought a blue check mark, and then like one person who was quote unquote impersonating <laughs> LeBron James, even though it, it was so clearly not LeBron James, but, uh, you know, there was, there was a few other people right. that. I, oh, that, because LeBron James's Twitter handle is King James. Or I don't know what it is, but this oh. guy, his name was like, I don't know, LeBron underscore 420. Hell <laughs> yeah. I, there's this funny comedian like Griffin Newman that I saw. He, because like, Elon Musk made it so you have to say parody. Like, you're not allowed to pretend to be someone unless you say <laughs> parody afterwards. And then, so this comedian changed his whole thing to look exactly like uh, Elon Musk's Twitter right. account. And he said, just so, and he retweeted that. He said, just so you know, that last tweet was not real. I really want you all to impersonate whoever you want to. You don't have to write parody. And then he wrote, like, parody. <laughs> And then Elon Musk suspended him. <laughs> I have enjoyed wow. watching all a bunch of comedians get suspended for imper impersonating quote unquote Elon Musk because what a little <laughs> piss baby bitch. He really is. You're Quoted Adam, piss baby piss bitch. Baby bitch. Okay. <laughs> it's like you're such a loser. Just do anything else with your life. <laughs> well, it's the loseriest behavior. like I like and it's it, a, the people who love who like Elon, which is also very bizarre behavior mm -hmm. because it's like simping for like the the hall monitor who thinks they're like a big deal. I don't know. It <laughs> it, it 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 I actually I, I forgot what I was even gonna say because I'm just so this baby oh, bitch. It's well here's oh, the right question. Here's the it's question just, but they're for like, you. oh, you guys are all triggered or whatever. And it's like, no, 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 that none of this is the it's just that this is the loserious behavior in the world. Right. We're all well, <laughs> I think Stop I think he's it. the bro of bros. And tell me how we feel about this theory. Mm -hmm. I think he bought Twitter just so he could put it in Tesla cars without having to pay them a licensing <laughs> fee or something. No, you're giving him too much credit. Yeah, I think he did he didn't it. He doesn't think he's just he's just someone who it, what it is is like when a 14 year old boy is being really annoying and you're like, oh, my God, can you stop being so annoying? And they're like, oh, ho, ho, I'm owning you. And like, no, it felt like he, he just <laughs> no, wanted to buy not, his favorite. Really toy. Annoying. Like, but it's like really annoying with gazillions of dollars. Hey, to spare. And then they <laughs> I'm out. I just need to pause and applaud the fact that you straight up nailed what it is to be a 14 year old boy you absolutely <laughs> I mean, I can imagine. out of the park a perfect representation <laughs> That's i never know but i can guess what's the most annoying age of boy is it 14 fucking a, that does 14 seem actually sure. pretty like oh. right on the dot it's like That's i hate myself question. i hate the world that's kind of yeah. what it feels like at that age i think probably about 14. Mm -hmm. and, but then it depends do you have brothers no i don't that's the thing Neither i do have, I. I have my my closest relative is is my guy cousin because we were born six weeks apart okay we're supposed to we were due on the same day but i was seven mm. weeks early and he was five days late was he shitty when um, he was 14 uh no we got along we we were 
nemeses in my memory until mm. we were about five and then his sister was born and then we united around a common enemy of course now she's way cooler than both of us and <laughs> is my favorite that's funny me and my two sisters well me and my younger sister definitely united we were really close against my older sister at all times ah like when, it, when she would babysit us it would just be like terror for her we would just sure that's yeah, brutal i can only imagine <laughs> it was bad yeah I'll be I mean... but then but when i was younger me and my older sister used to terrorize my younger sister wow. so it all Wait. evened out in a way except it seems like except what... for it hasn't gone against you it's yet. never you gone yeah exactly me. i was about to say you seem to always be on the um yeah you know yeah that's true I grew, I grew up in uh, yeah, it was weird. I definitely in like a little like patriarchal family that was just very much like, like my dad wasn't around. And so it was a lot And like, I was someone who couldn't get pregnant. So that was kind of a pretty big plus, you know? <laughs> and um, so there's just a lot of like, oh, Adam, the little golden boy. And we make fun of it now. It was, it was pretty fucked up. Quite you know, now that I think about it, everyone I know, and that is two people, who are from Southern Oregon, mm -hmm. uh, had mostly not super present dads. fathers. No dads in Southern Oregon. I'm no willing dads, to go no dads in Southern on Oregon. the record with that. I Title. will stand by that. No dads in Medford or Grants Pass? From Medford, 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 Oregon. Okay. Medford, Other Oregon. Other person is Grants Pass. Medford. I'm not going to say who it is because they're Name a very big part of my life <laughs> and have been since I was Five. Okay, so we're narrowing it down. Oh, so it's Grant's your pass. younger cousin. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Got it. Uh, Grants Pass Damn suck. It. Well, I, I, I couldn't really. I wouldn't want to grow up in Grants Pass, but I can't really talk to Grants Pass. Besides, there's no fathers. Yeah. Ended up growing up later in Washington. I thought Grants Pass mm, was too. supposed to be beautiful. It is beautiful. Mm. A lot of these places are beautiful. Yeah, Monroe, Washington is beautiful if you take out the town. Yeah. Is there a place called White Salmon? Yeah, I knew-ish two people from there, and I think I'm the only one I know who has ever known people from White Salmon. There's... It's across the river from, or across from Hood River, and then, yeah, right? Is that in Oregon? There's a... No, it's in Washington. It's oh, on the border. so there's a white city in Oregon. In Southern Oregon, I'm sure that you don't want to look into the history of that. Well, I'm sure you can guess okay. very much There's the history of that one, especially knowing the history of Oregon. Oh yeah, like, like in that part of Oregon, that's like where they first uh -huh. really got like the stronghold. So like, wow, yeah, named White City. Yeah. Okay, look, as a Texan, I have mm -hmm. the unique opportunity to <laughs> have a Washingtonian and an Oregonian in the same place. That at is the same really time. unique. That is so I like have the start of a joke. Ask. Yeah. <laughs> A cat, a priest, a rabbi, yeah. and a, I have another person. Yeah. What is was there a bias against the other growing up? Like, was there? There seems to be a nah. fairly, you know, Portland, Seattle. Feud, I wasn't apparently. into sports, and so I didn't really have a bias. Because if you if you're not into sports when you're at that age, then why would you really care about like? But it's not like in schools you're getting taught Oregon history as being maybe a little bit better. I than remember Washington. one time. Okay, I remember the one time there was a little. I was in jazz band. Okay, in uh, high school. And we were we were like, yeah, we're a pretty good jazz band because we were compared like we were a big city compared to the small ass cities around compared us. Compared to the Grants Pass jazz and band. white city, <laughs> yeah, the, compared to the white city jazz band. Um, but uh, so we um, 
go up to Seattle and we're like, okay, this is gonna be fun. And, we're, and like, we did, Wait, we did a pretty good time. Like, about- that's what happens next. Did oh, you yeah. get your shit kicked in by Garfield's jazz that's band? That's exactly what yes. happened. Is it Garfield? It was. Gar- it was specifically. Theater, I think it was specifically Garfield. <laughs> and the the <laughs> dude who looks I like have- I forget his name, but the dude who looks like James Earl Jones, honestly, who was their like band for like band leader for like decades, comes Fuck. out and they they were directly after us. And I it, can't say I know more it was than that. Mind-boggling how good that it was. I like, just know that Garfield oh, had like they were just a professional jazz band, basically. Stuff. They Adam. just completely destroyed us. It was pretty fun though. <laughs> like I opened it, <laughs> like holy shit! Yeah, the, the, <laughs> where Quincy good, Jones we? went, where Jimi Hendrix went, right? I believe right. Garfield. Yeah, Kenny I was G. gonna say yeah. Kenny G. Okay. Sorry, how could I forget? The man, the man uh, himself. I think. White City's jazz band is probably <laughs> actually just a ska band. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Southern Oregon's into that white boy reggae shit. Hey, wait. Yeah. If we're hating on ska, then I'm. Hey, hey, no, yeah. I'm going to, yeah. If we're hating on the mighty, mighty boss tone. Yeah, bro. Um, That's the to impression answer your question, that though, I, get. I feel like growing up, there was somewhat of a cultural rivalry, but like not, it was mostly just joking about like, Especially because, like, now the rest of the country knows about the Northwest. But, like, I don't know, Adam, if you felt the same way. Growing up, it was, like, it felt like literally nobody in the U.S. could, if you were, like, where's Portland mm-hmm. or Seattle? Yeah. I feel I Isolation. feel like they'd be, like, I don't know. Yeah. And so it was just kind of, like, we would just be, like, ha, 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 yeah. like, Oregon, Portland, blah, blah, blah. But, like, there was nothing, there was nothing of substance uh and then there was than, like, no Oregon and Utah. Yeah. there was no oh those Oregonians are kind of like white trashier versions of us no I don't think Not so really. okay but uh um I feel like a lot of that though also is that our hit like our history of like is very tied together as far as like so like when obviously when you're doing state history like for as far as like white settlement etc like a lot of it comes down to the Oregon Trail and shit, and so it's mm. like, oh, oh there. fuck, that's right. Like, Everyone, that's our, that's the yeah. thing we learn. Yeah, <laughs> it's like oh, we learn about the shit. Alamo, that's about your right. damn state. Yeah, no one cares about the no Alamo except for everybody except who the... doesn't learn about the Oregon Trail. Yeah, I mean, except for, for that real? awesome win from the Mexican forces, tactical, <laughs> brilliant use in them, and I applaud hey, them for hey. that. But besides hey, that, I don't. We give were a shit used about as the, the patsy. All right, we were used as the patsy by the American government to steal land. Davy right. Crockett didn't do shit. He got owned. I just got to say that. Well, number one, he's from like Tennessee, so he can fuck right he out. He died at the man. Alamo. I saw the movie. I saw well, both yeah, movies. He came Billy down Bob to help Thornton. out. Billy Bob Thornton. Yeah. The president of the USA, per the Love Actually camp. Did he die at the Alamo? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, he did. So let that, let that serve as a warning. That's true. Yeah. No one. Yeah abuses their presidential power to make out with a, a 10 Downing Street staffer on their diplomatic trip to London and gets away with That's it right. without getting shot in Texas later. That's a very good point. Um, <laughs> unless is, he didn't die in that movie, Texas I don't No, they die. It, I saw the John Wayne one, too. In that one, it's even more like America rules. And in that one, <laughs> Davy Crockett, he gets shot like 20 times, but then he grabs a flaming torch and he shouts Ooh. out a mighty remember the alamo literally says it and he runs into like a closet full of like gunpowder and like 
blows up a bunch of I don't know why you know. when you said he grabs a flaming <laughs> thing you um, Cheeto? in my mind you said a torch right in my Maybe. mind I pictured a trident like a trident oh, on oh, fire that'd be cool and then he runs he says remember the Alamo <laughs> runs at the Mexican forces and yeah. then pole vaults that would into be cool. them and survives sure. <laughs> well I don't there's no follow-up it just kind of I, my brain. I don't know why that's what went happened in my brain at no point did you like describe Aquaman. that weapon you just made it more hollywood that makes like... sense for me to think of as being on fire yeah running towards the enemy yeah uh you're juicing it up a bit anything that would imply self-propelling <laughs> I don't know why my brain was just like, yeah, this is... It's because the American education system taught you that that happened, and it didn't. He didn't have a trident. He didn't pull over the wall. And he didn't even say, say, remember the Alamo. I don't think. Yep. The, the the famously the american education system taught us a lot about the alamo and they taught us that that's where pole vaulting was invented uh, um so bo nix he's been doing pretty well throughout the uh, season uh, oh, oh oh shit i just making sure that you weren't uh falling asleep there Aaron. i think that oregon should be deducted one oh, point on fuck, the field okay this. you keeping track of this Aaron? that's a red flag for bringing up we will cover the game as if we but, lost. I mean, oh, shit. Uh, yeah. we are allowed to curse. <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> I do like the idea that that's where we draw the line. Yeah. It's on the 24th minute of recording. No more swearing. No more. Yeah. And now no more swearing. And that includes taking the Lord's name in vain, actually. We're being broadcast from Salt Lake City. No. Amen. <laughs> Um, you know what? So speaking of like how like Northwest felt real small for a while, I was watching uh, the Weird Al music video for um, "Smells Like Teen," "Smells Like Nirvana," and uh-huh. I always think about in that they have a line where he says like basically just that like Seattle is just known as like like all we do out here is like raise cattle. And it's just kind of crazy to think, because this is like, you know, like riding the like pretty, you know, the beginning still of grunge in Seattle. And so I still think it was just like the whole area just was thought of like even Seattle, just like and eh, not actually that big. That's what I took yeah. it as. Right. Well, you're talking about early 90s, like middle of the grunge era. Not even. I mean, Smells Like Teen Spirit came out. In what was it? 91. Well, I guess it was, this, was it 92? Well, it Smells 94? Like Nirvana. Let's see when that came out. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that would have been a couple years later. So like, I mean, did y'all... 92. Yeah, Smells Like Nirvana came out in 92 because Weird Al has his his fingers on the pulse. He's on it. That's yeah. true. I I do. Yeah, well, that's why it kind of annoys me. And this this actually goes for uh, like Oregon based perceptions of the by the rest of the country, too, that like it annoys me that that the way that this part of the country is portrayed is like these like super fancy like <laughs> elites of whatever and they're on tech blah 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 and it's like yeah you guys just discovered we exist f off yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. You, don't, you don't get to yeah ignore ignore a place for 150 years and then be like get a load of these guys <laughs> these sanctimonious yeah liberals and it's like look at how they like, all voted the, clearly you can see whole- <laughs> like yeah the whole point that like the north the reason the northwest was just, like all weird mm-hmm. <laughs> like that we had that reputation was because it was pragmatic 
creativity, <laughs> like problem solving that for, you know, that you had to get creative to do. And like, like, why would it, there's a reason why, like, so much of grunge was like logging kids like Kirk Bain and all the, all the guys from Aberdeen and shit, like the idea that, that yeah, so it, it, it annoys me that that and I think this happens with a lot of places that areas become discovered by uh you know the mm-hmm. pe- people in, the, in a in a more uh, well-known area and Hollywood then, and then that area gets blown up which is you know like I don't have anything wrong with people coming here that's cool whatever but and then and then because of that newfound like fame and uh uh, what's the what's the like relevance? I suppose then the rest of the country is like get a load of these assholes, mm. and it's like <laughs> yeah, we're just doing what? our own thing. Uh, meanwhile, Texas still always ha- even though they have many major cities, have have many people still always have that reputation of being like they're all rural cowboys running around there riding tumbleweeds. Oh, when Why I was a that, kid, Aaron? I remember going to New York. And other kids asked me if I rode a horse to school. <laughs> My mom, when she went to the first time she left like this area, I think she was like 13 or 14. So late 60s ish. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe, yeah. And she got asked that by some lady in New York or DC of like, like, <laughs> yeah, it was like, do you ride a covered wagon to school? And she's like, what the? F- oh, the <laughs> Oregon Trail. Hell or like not. I or maybe a horse. I don't know. I feel like in my mind though, Texas. Like if I think about, I, I've only been to San Antonio. Speaking of the Alamo, but in my mm. mind, it's mostly I mostly just think of like giant, like sprawling suburban. Did you see the Alamo when you went there? Yes. Uh, I walked by it. I, I mean, nice. I like saw it many times. I thought I, by it a lot. I you thought pray? you were going to say just giant I, trucks. <laughs> well, that too, I guess. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, no. Yeah. Well, honestly, I feel like Washington is a fairly similar setup. Like the way that Eastern Washington looks, as yeah. far as like the kind of small towns and the mentality, that's a mm. very Texas regular vibe. We, <laughs> we gotta go to a but then, game one day. Yeah, me I mean, you, our cities are huge. You know, like Dallas and Houston are gargantuan places and it yeah. and there the suburb exactly. for real sprawls out for just fucking forever until yeah. you don't realize you're an hour away from the city and then you're like we're still inside town yeah yeah that's primarily what i it, well it's like that and then the smaller town but but yeah, yeah and then west person. texas and- there's like not a whole lot yeah. <laughs> it's kind of hey, empty there's the over there. panthers <laughs> the who yeah. the what friday night lights okay i Anybody? thought so i've actually just been watching that for the first time that's ever. oh really yeah. well that's i was talking about the movie permian is an odessa mm, which is like, i was like the movie, i was like the dylan the panthers what TV shows that mm, okay. i would say is more central texas but odessa? i would be i don't know i would say that i would call that central Texas. well isn't odessa like right on the border with new mexico I don't believe so. Is it? I thought it was very close to. If I'm right and you're wrong and you're Ooh. the one, well, I could be thinking of Midland, which is a big. It's kind of folks. like a lot of that stuff is. There's a lot of. <laughs> well, they're right next here. to each other. Yeah, Odessa is like slightly west of Midland. Aaron holds. But that's his like Texas right next to the dumb. New Mexico border. Is it? 
Yeah. You can see it in his Oh, eyes God, no, age. that's Central Texas. Look at how far away it is from El Paso. Yeah, but is... is do Okay. This is riveting so stuff. So do we not... What, Aaron, what Texas where would you move if you had to move back to Texas and you have to choose one city? Oh, I like this. Give us three options. Three options. Well, I, unless they're all in the same place, in which case, don't give us three um, options. Well, you know, I went back to Austin to go hang out with some friends, mm -hmm. and I was thinking that it would be fun to move back there. But after having been there for a week, I'm kind of like, it's just beginning its Seattle phase, and so I don't <laughs> yeah. want to do that again. No joke, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. I'm like watching. I'm sitting there watching Elon. Speaking of Elon Musk, move in. He has a two-mile-long factory on the east side of Austin. Uh, and I'm watching all these tech people move in, and I'm talking to my buddies being like, no, for real, y'all need to make sure they don't just straight up buy your local government because they're going to. Yo! <laughs> and it was just like, you need to get a lid on this quick if y'all can. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. So uh, I would probably... okay. I think I would move to uh I actually would move to either Portland. Mm -hmm. That is there Portland and Texas? Portland and Texas? What? Maine? No, I'm talking Wait, about no, Texas. I thought we were just talking about Texas. I'm saying in Texas, where did you live? Oh, play oh God. <laughs> no, I would never move back to Texas. <laughs> you have to though. I have to. Yeah, we yeah. will shoot a bazooka into your face. Yeah. Okay. You if I have to, to, then I would move to El Paso. I would okay. move to Austin then, I guess, if I had to. Or I would move to... Wait, you would move to Portland, Maine? That was an off that was number yeah. one for you? Okay. Yeah. That's cool. Or I mean, Albany, I, I New York. There. Honestly, where I want to fucking go, I would love to go <laughs> into the deep northeast fucking snow-capped country. Because could, then when I everything is burning alive, you've got yeah. beautiful weather year-round. And you're super mm. close to jump over to Nova Scotia and fucking end it all. <laughs> Although you have to go through New Brunswick first. But uh. but good part about that, you can stop for some chocolate milk on the way, which I wouldn't know anything about, except for I once played rugby with a girl from New Brunswick who said that chocolate milk everywhere else tastes worse because, and this is her words exactly, Whoa. in New Brunswick, chocolate milk tastes like it comes from chocolate cows. That's... She couldn't elaborate, wow. and I believe her because she like so couldn't find the words, and she huh. was just like, "I don't know how to describe it. It tastes like it comes from chocolate." They should cows. market that because that's actually such a good know, line. Right? Tastes Speaking like it comes of, from okay. chocolate cows. Gaby, thank you so much for bringing this up. You've sparked my memory, which is something I've been meaning to tell Adam forever. Adam, like, I've I put quit. in the research. I've asked the proper uh -oh. people. I've when he does his own research, the correct channels. Okay. I have discovered that it is in fact oh no. a Texas thing oh. that pickles are sold at concession. So that's why you're going on and on and on and on about it. It really like to the point with. where I was talking to somebody and they were miffed. It was their first time oh. out of Texas. <laughs> it was their first time out of Texas. They went to go see a movie with friends. I just got off and the, were like, the wagon. Yeah, they went to a movie theater and were like, "A movie theater? What do you mean you don't have pickles?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. I love that. So that is my. That's officially my new. I mean, I don't have that many 
things about Texas uh, <laughs> that I love, but I do have some things that I like, and yeah. that is officially just shot up. That's the most wholesome Texas thing uh, wow. ever, which I feel like even the positive things about Texas, like the people describe well, like positively, aren't usually described as wholesome. That is genuinely. Yeah. Wholesome. And I also remember the first time, I assume this was the first time anyway, that you brought up pickles in movie theaters because I was mm-hmm. on this. And, and and Adam and I were both like, "What the?" It's a historic <laughs> moment. This has been a huge, a neutral full what the hell, like an intrigued, not a judgmental. Yeah, oh, this full no, circle for the lucky listeners. This is rare, but if there's one person, one person even who heard that episode years ago, in yeah. which Aaron first brought this up, and and now for this, I mean. You're welcome. I guess I'll have to say this is a full. Well, you know, we had a here. we had pickles going for a while because they are. You wouldn't green. shut the fuck up about them. I agree. <laughs> that's if that's what you're talking about. Yeah. I, like had them going or whatever. <laughs> you just like it was a bit that you've just just like your bit that you hate Justin Herbert. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a bit if it's sincere. Yeah, I guess not. it's just that's true. Oh, she just really yeah. loves pickles and wants them to be available more frequently. Hey, podcast listener. Hey, Come you. over here. Come yeah. over here. Get over here, yeah. punk. Nice headphones you got in here. Oh, yeah, I like those, Chevy. Be a shame if something were to happen to those headphones, eh? <laughs> Stomped them on the ground, eh? Be real easy to avoid that smashing if you went over to the Quack12 Twitter account. And gave us a little follow. Just a little follow, that's all we're asking. And hey, look at that. I hear you listening to your new podcast apps in your car, huh? Driving home, making the long journey feel a little shorter, eh? Is that yeah. what he's doing there, bud? <laughs> yeah, turning your three-hour drive into a nice little vacation, huh? Be a shame if your car ended up on the bottom of a lake. Splash. Splash maybe with you in the trunk of it, huh? Glug glug guzzle guzzle. Maybe all that can be avoided with a little trip to the Quack 12 page on Apple Podcasts. All you gotta do is go to Apple Podcasts, Quack 12, give us five stars. Yeah, the internet, you got it, bud. Five stars. Leave us a little comment, help other people find it. Maybe it'll help people find you when they find out that you're gone missing if you catch my drift. You seen the posters on the telephone poles? Yeah, those are those are people that didn't give us fucking five stars. Some of them did, and we did it anyways. And then, uh, you know, uh, oh, hey, hey, look at, look at this podcast listener on their long inner, inner uh, continental flight. Making things not so bad. Not wanting to hear that baby wah, by covering wah. it up. Wah, wah, so they say. Putting on them headphones. Trying to get the sky waitress's attention. Get over here. Give me more of that Quack 12 podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't you? Yeah, you want some more of that Quack 12 podcast, don't you? Yeah. You want to buy some more from us, don't you? Get it. Otherwise, you know, because if you don't buy this Quack 12 podcast insurance, you never know when your plane's going to go straight down into the water, into the old Atlantic, never to be seen again. 
glug, glug, guzzle, guzzle. In case you don't want to be part of the rock and roller club of the bottom of the fucking ocean, then I recommend you go to the Quack 12 Patreon. Come on, come on. Why don't you go to the Quack 12 Patreon, give us five smackaroos, and for that we can forget about the whole nasty business have you on your way. We'll forget about it. We'll forget about it, all right? Five measly dollars, that's all I got. Now listen up, punk. Because it looks like you're not seeing so good right now. My boss is talking to you, chump. Aren't you chump? Yeah, that's what I thought. That's what I thought. All right, let him, let him go, Mikey. Let him go. In the bottom of the fucking ocean. Ayo! Quack, quack. This is actually, this could be, this is a nice update. Gaby, if you haven't been listening, I have decided this year that uh, I despise Chip Kelly. Yeah, he hates Chip Kelly. Oh, that's fair. Okay, yeah. UCLA is like the worst team in the world. Second worst Kelly, though. Kelly coach. Because Brian Kelly. Mm, Brian Kelly. Is Satan incarnate. Who's Brian he's, Kelly? He's a uh, coach of the LSU Tigers right now. LSU he's Tigers. Super my, me and my What's going on with super him? Southern. He's winning games. He's, he beat Bama. He sold his soul. He's, uh, he's uh, the biggest shithead in college football <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. He uh, uh, he does he have up. wild thoughts in press conferences or no? He's no, not he just he just I mean, a he's responsible for the death of a student assistant, although that was years ago, blah blah blah, whatever. But he also is just like you know, he he is the biggest asshole as far as blaming literally everybody, uh huh, all of his unpaid walk on freshman kickers, yeah, to his whoever he hired whatever uh, he i've never once heard him be accountable i've never once heard him and him be anything other than an asshole and then like all the just the and then he comes down to lsu and pretends to have a southern accent it's like you're from what is he from like dude Massachusetts. yeah he's like, like the most he's coast dude he's like a, like a like a northern catholic yeah and just like fuck off oh and this oh which boy is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life that's pretty good. Oh, we're watching boy. the dance thing. Just is so that the coach? Know. Yeah, that's him. Yeah. That's the Kelly we're talking about. He, He's from kind of, Massachusetts. He could this be dude Chip is Kelly's weird. brother. Like, he looks like Chip Kelly to me. No. I don't know if that's racist. He looks but... like evil, like genuine, like evil Chip Kelly. You know who that is? <laughs> Chip Eviler. Kelly looks like Winnie the Pooh. He does. You know who that he is? Who? That's a dude who just had his first grandkid. <laughs> and this is literally what he thinks is cool for his grandkids i don't think he gives a fuck about his grandkids i'll throw that out there wow. brian kelly doesn't give a shit about his grandkids oh. and dads don't exist in southern North. Okay. okay it's so painful you know I'm it's gonna so use... painful to watch him i hate i hate him so much okay, i'm gonna that. use follow my logic here i'm gonna use the uh changing accents mm -hmm. to transition subjects okay and First, I just Better want to give a, a nod, a runners-up nod to George W. Bush for <laughs> uh, converting his accent to a southern accent when he moved. Oh, did he Texas. not have it? Because he's where is he from? No. I know he went to like they're from uh, Maryland or Connecticut oh. or something. Well, he was born in Texas. His George H. W. Uh, I think Connecticut went to Yale, then moved to Texas, and then the that I think George yeah, and then George W. Bush's um, generation of 
bushes mm. is are from texas yeah mm. yeah because his daughters went to ut and i remember seeing them at a bar and it was just like one of the weirder experiences because the whole city was at like a height of we hate this dude because he <laughs> ruined this state as a governor and now he's gonna yeah. ruin the fucking country <laughs> like he's an idiot and what are we doing and so there was like a whole squad of people around the daughters and it was just yeah. like it couldn't have been any fun for them to be out yeah yeah i bet damn but uh you keep up with them no uh, okay. But to transition, mm-hmm. what do we think about, about George W. Bush? No, Second about Nicole no. Kidman's like constant desire to change her accent for every role she plays. Well, I think that's part. Of, I, have actress, you heard of darling. acting? But have you mm-hmm. seen this? But it doesn't make any sense, right? Like she chose She's that Russian actress. person. She's an actress. She wants to do that for <laughs> <laughs> what do you think they do? But he's she like, just the same person, person for a TV show thing where The Rock is your favorite actor. Yes, that's my guess. No. That's what I'm guessing from this. I would say Adam Sandler is probably my favorite. He does movie different maker. accents. Wait, wait, wait. Let's let's keep Aaron on track here. I want to hear your <laughs> yeah. Let's your, hear it. This Nicole Kidman take because I'm very confused. It is a weird place to go, but let's hear it. She had that. Well, I was just thinking about people who put on accents. Actors. Because this For their job. Because it drove me nuts. Is it. She chose a Russian accent for a person who, throughout the entire show, her background, it is never, ever ever brought up that this person is russian what show are you talking about right now nine perfect strangers i I think this is a fever dream i feel like this is something he's watching while we're recording this yeah yeah, if y'all see it he's like (laughs) i have it on hulu right now it says russian accent it's called nine perfect strangers if she just started doing a russian accent just like of her own accord and the and the showrunner was like what the well she's the executive producer on the show executive producer i'm going to tell you something that means nothing Mm. that literally it means means money it it just means this person yeah it pretty much just means this person paid or or it can it can not mean that necessarily it doesn't necessarily mean they finance it uh like it could be for example at at, um uh say cw like when i was working in portland like we executive we don't have a handful of executive producers listed on credits one of them is like literally an executive at the studio who would come down from wait you have to backtrack now i'm intrigued because this is a part of your life you've never spoken about what is this company and what did you do cw like i worked in tv in portland for a while you worked for the cw um yeah it was a terrible show i hope they're not listening what show you don't gotta tell us the show it didn't get a second season it literally no one watched it not gilmore girls Oh, everyone watched no, Gilmore. No, it wasn't Not Gilmore Dawson's Girls, Creek. famously shot in Portland. <laughs> you um, know how hard it'd no. be to get Gabby on this podcast if they had Gilmore Girls money? Are you kidding yeah. me? Well, it'd be even easier yeah, because you'd have so a, much free time. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it famously famously production assistants make a shitload of money. <laughs> yeah. Oh, were you um, a no, PA? Okay, I, so you're a PA. How I like built up. Yeah, I didn't write for. Well, I don't know. There's so many jobs on a TV show. To write for, no, I'm not. I don't have Harvard connections. You Um, could have been a key grip. I couldn't have been a key grip. I could have been a grip 
bitch. Um, <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I haven't done that for a few years. Um, Gaby, but... if you dream, you can become a key grip. <laughs> i do okay no you could use i do grip. remember one of there's one guy who i worked with who was also like equally low as me and he, you know most people like at a certain level of lowness either want to you know be like directors producers writers totally. whatever and this one guy who was just like nah i just really want to be a grip and i'm and then i remember i, I like some one of our um i don't remember who it was it, it might have been one of one of our uh it might, I th- actually, I think it was our line producer or something, or maybe our key PA, but he was just like, hell, man, you're going to go far because you actually want that. Yeah. And, no, you know, everyone else kind of like. You're going to get better in. at that specific thing you, which like, people need. Were, yeah. No, yeah. They're kind of responsible for like thing. set building, laying the wires out and that kind of lighting uh, and stuff. Wires are electrical. Grip is like the. The tape Big uh, gaffer. I mean, yeah, the gaffer grip electric kind of they all work together but the the when you see like those big rigs of like metal bars and yeah nice shit that's like grip you know what stuff. a best boy is oh i don't yeah what's a best I've boy uh, it's, just, it's just a, the best boy oh, okay best boy on the on the <laughs> no, i think um, they're like an assistant to all of technical maybe yeah there that's pretty much i don't i never how do they yeah, determine I, which one's the best one that'll get that job uh, if he if he if he uh, rolls over, they give him a belly rub, and he goes. <laughs> that sounds like the some okay. shitty Hollywood you know, stuff. Yeah, you gotta do a belly rub. Wait, <laughs> sorry, sorry. To answer your question though about Nicole Kidman being an executive yeah, producer meaning nothing. Yeah. Really, what it just means is it can be an executive. It can be an like a high powered actor. Like whenever you see Tom Hanks as an executive producer, uh-huh. I mean, it could be they gave money. It could just be like they attach their, you know, they're like they're just part of making it happen. Sometimes or, I think they know, do nothing, it, but it's like it, it'll behoove your movie they, to like have my yeah. name on it. So I'm an executive. Pretty person. much, it yeah. uh, it can be that. That's why when people were like freaking out about like Alec Baldwin was a producer on the thing, so he knew all this. It's like that's literally not how any of this. Oh, worked. the gun, Sherrod, like that terrible yeah. death yeah. down in New Mexico. Like, yeah, granted, the that like he shouldn't have been in that position, mm. but that's because the studio hired people who weren't like they were cutting first off uh studios do terrible things to save money yeah uh they hired like the the arms person i think she was like 24 had never been in this position and like was not qualified to be in that position that's not her fault of course she's going to take the job because you need money and it's impossible to it's like talk about if a you're below the line builder. in that industry yeah. it's, it's really really fucked and you kind of yeah um and they like you know were they from what i remember reading like they cut they they pretty much cut corners on every single uh, not every single maybe maybe every single I don't know but a crap load of safety things and then give an actor and the other thing is actors are it is your job when you're in production you're not allowed to pretty much talk to them about anything related to production because it, it's their job like I was when I was driving around uh, like some actors I I was required to take my walkie talkie. And instead, usually I would like put it, if I'm driving, I just put it in like the cup holder so I can hear it and just out. But I was required to put headphones in, or at least a headphone in, um, because they're not allowed to hear, actors aren't allowed to hear what's going on on set because, <laughs> or on anything, because like, it's it, it, it's kind of like- well, it's just two different worlds. Well, it, it, it's kind of like, like with, with honestly, the way that athletes are like, you know, 
someone else comes and sprays water in them because their whole job is to do this thing on the field. Mm. Um, so like if pretty much the idea being like, we can't distract them from whatever, but then also it turns into this whole paradigm gets, that gets taken, I think to insane levels. <laughs> I, I um, And so the idea that people were like, Alec Baldwin was a producer and Alec Baldwin was, uh, uh, he like as the, as the lead and a producer, like you should know. And it's like, that's not how any of that works. I guarantee you, he had no idea. Somebody's coming to kill uh, you. <laughs> yeah. It's all like uh, so, Maybe there's somebody in the ah! house with you. <laughs> I knew we were going to end up on this subject. I knew it when we started that we were going to get up yeah. on that Alec Baldwin. Yeah, okay. and point being, this isn't me defending Alec Baldwin or anything. <laughs> but like the understanding, I think the th- I it seeing how a lot of people reacted to that just like on Twitter or or whatever was a huge reassurance, not reassurance, but it was another reminder of like how people don't know how that industry works absolutely um, well because here's yeah, what I, mean, I, I don't say. i'm not saying he's i don't know if he's a good person or whatever he shouldn't have but it's a massive failure by the studio mm. that that happened um anyways and so point being back, back to, to nicole 15 kidman. minutes ago about nicole kidman <laughs> her weird accent that you... her being an executive <laughs> producer doesn't mean anything about the direction all i'm saying is that for the story episode. She could have been Australian and it would have worked because they never bring up Russia or her past. Okay. But well, what's your favorite Russian Nicole accent. Kidman movie? And it's well, like she didn't choose wild. to do a Russian accent and then and then people were like, No, that's not like that there was there was consultation it was probably there. It Putin. wasn't a unilateral thing. He probably wanted a Russian in the movie. I don't know. Aaron, what's your know. favorite Nicole I Kidman movie? I, that's about, so. I just can't buy it. What's your favorite Nicole Kidman movie? Answer me right What's now. What's my favorite Nicole yes, Kidman movie? Yes, you. Oh. Fuck. Uh, shit. We just watched it. I liked Eyes Wide Shut. I just watched it recently. <laughs> did but you really? I did. <laughs> so there. I can't. I don't have the time of day for that shit. Fuck, Aaron. Okay. Well, I don't know. Anyways. um, There's one where she's I want like to talk about The Exorcist. With Sandra Bullock. Oh, with Sandra Bullock. Practical yeah, magic. Practical Magic. I watched that a little while ago, too. That was a pretty good one. I liked uh, I liked um, The Witches of... No, not Witches East of Wick. Eastwick. What's the one by Robert Zemeckis? Fuck. I, gotta look it I have to say, no. now Apple, that you guys no are bringing game. it up, I my brain is just static. Like, I can't... Th- I know I've seen plenty of her stuff. <laughs> I cannot think of a single... I know. I, yeah, I'm, I'm having. A I think Nicole I read the Kidman Wikipedia movie? page for the hours yesterday. Okay. Uh, well, you could say "Far and Away." Death becomes her was the witch movie go. I was thinking about. Does not have not Nicole witches Kidman. though. Um, Col- what's that one? Something Mountain. There's like broke back. No, not broke back. The one with Nicole. Something I don't know. It was an Oscar. Apparently, none of us are actually that big of Nicole Kidman fans. There's that Batman I just don't movie. Under- well, this is the thing that Aaron gets hung up on. I don't well, know. Well, because we brought up that coach Back doing changing his accent. accent, and then it just made me think of that because I was like, "Yeah, that's such a weird <laughs> thing that people do." And I was well, like, "Oh, that one." Time. I'm gonna. But he did it for his life to fit in with like to try to, which is way more dangerous. I'm gonna slightly pivot. I want to force talk about The Exorcist because I love that movie. Aaron, have you seen The Exorcist? Do you mean like the original one? Yes. The original. Is there no, the other one? <laughs> Not the. We don't want to talk about fucking remakes. Uh, I might have. Re- I want. I heard the third one, Exorcist Three, supposedly is supposed is good. Actually, I heard that movie is good. 
I didn't even know there was two of them. It's the second one is I've heard not good. It has Linda Blair, who's the little girl in the first one. But in Exorcist Three, it's got Brad Dourif, aka the voice of Chucky, aka Worm Tongue from in Lord of the Rings. Um, he Ooh. plays like a Ooh, serial Wormtongue. killer. Yeah, he plays this creepy guy who's like, "You will like, do what yes, I want to the king." Yes, betray him like that. Huh? The king. Well, you don't know, but he's Chucky. He's the voice of Chucky, and he plays oh. the. So in the third Exorcist three, he plays a serial killer who gets possessed by a demon, and then what's his fucking name? He's a very. I famous... thought for a second you were going to say a doll, and I was like, "Well, no, <laughs> it's just Chucky again." George C. Scott is the priest that has to take him down. The George, George C. Scott, C. you guys. Scott from uh, he's in that movie uh, I... Doctor Strangelove. He's one of the generals. I goofier general need to. Remind myself what he looks like because my memory is very incompatible with Catholic priests. Yeah. He's fun. No, just oh. kidding. He could very be. I heard Exorcist Three is good. It has supposedly the scariest jump scare of all, like you know, huh. time. They say it's a great scene. I saw that one scene, but I never. Yeah. I. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That's all I got. I. Say. I <laughs> so, my um, story with the Exorcist. I have not watched it from start to finish. But there was a reason it wasn't like, oh, I watched it, got too scared, turned it off. Mm-hmm. But my first year at university, because uh, I went to UBC, mm-hmm. um, so I grew up like a third generation Washington, uh, like Husky, but went up there. Um, what is a UVC? No, UBC in Vancouver. University of British, British Columbia. Columbia? Yeah, I bet you'll never guess. Yeah, um, but so they film a lot of stuff up there, and mm. uh, me and on like a this one night, me and two friends, we like we had heard that part of The Exorcist was filmed beneath um, the in another resident in the our like twin residency or twin residence um, on a different part of campus. So we were like, I know, we'll. And they filmed it in the basement of this i think it was haida or danae house and um, and so we went i say that as if that means anything to anyone no we know i don't know why now i, really I can really picture it but so we went up there we were like i know we will go sleep in the basement of this uh of this residence and watch the exorcist and it, we only had like a phone so we started watching it on on uh my friend's phone and we brought like a pillow and a blanket and it turned out to be very uncomfortable. But then we realized like 30 minutes into or 45 minutes into it or whatever, that it wasn't the exorcist that was filmed there. It was the exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh, <laughs> no, Amazing. That's still a good spot to watch the exorcist. I mean, and so then we watched like tried to torrent, that that makes sense or stream it illegally or whatever i don't know and we got through like 10 minutes of just absolute dog shit quality and by that point it was late enough and we were uncomfortable enough that we were like all right screw it i guess we'll just sleep here without doing any of that that is on great. the floor with one blanket and one pillow <laughs> and it was the worst sleep I've you ever. didn't just so go back to your dorms no because it was like a pretty long walk i love it was i love that and then, so, but like, I barely slept. And then at, at like 6 a.m., we're like, well, I guess we'll just go back home. 
That is really good. Um, so there's. So I've, I've never finished it. I've tried. It's really good. First of all, you should check it out. Um, but I'm really, really into trying to find like immersive horror movie watching experiences like that. Mm. Like one thing is there's a Japanese horror movie called uh, Dark Water. They made an American remake too. Um, there's a very famous tub scene in that. Watch that in the tub. Mm. That's pretty cool. Or watch this is Jaws. an older movie, right? Uh yeah yeah that's a good one another one I did from this like one early two thousands mm-hmm. I did this one I think I really seen that yeah and I watched a movie in this format basically like what we're looking at, at Streamyard we watched oh, it yeah. uh we watched a movie called Host which is a movie shot like this like it's a seance movie but it's all filmed like in their own things and then i made everyone have their like images up so it literally looks like we were in the movie it was fun as hell i i highly recommended that that was a good time that sounds really fun mm-hmm. but my issue is that i don't tend to enjoy well then you should not do that me i appreciate neither. like i really i really like appreciate like the really iconic ones and i really want to like I, yeah, like even Alien, like I, it's not. No one would say that's a horror movie, and I love. I would, but people all of, tell like, me I, I'm but wrong. But I've never sat down and watched all of it because I'm just like I don't enjoy this feeling. Yeah, yeah, I get. I that. don't like it. Meanwhile, I'm about to see a movie called Terrifier Two tonight. That sounds terrible. Terror Fire. Terrifier Two, and it's big. I like Terror Fire. <laughs> it's the it's big thing is that it's like insanely low budget. Like the first one costs like. 35,000. This one costs 250,000, so it's like a really big upgrade and it's made 10 million so far. How much was the Blair Witch project? Oh, Blair Witch is like 36. Insane. Yeah, Blair Witch is something like that and they got paid their like shit. their budget. Yeah, yeah, their budget is so low and I think even the creators got a little screwed, but definitely the actors got like I think the actors walked away with like fifteen hundred bucks or something. I don't even know that they did anything afterwards, did they? I looked it up. Um, one of them is actually pretty like as far as acting, you know, as a Working. job, like is actually very successful because they're popping up and things. One of them barely did like anything. Like the main one, the lady who's so good in it, honestly. She is in It's Always Sunny though. <laughs> She's in one Wait. episode of It's Always Sunny. Uh, she plays like it's really early, but there's like a really shitty kid that they that they're like, yep. oh Charlie, this is your kid. She, this she plays the mom. She plays the mom. That's the amazing main oh. person. In Wait, Blair the Witch. one where Charlie discovers the dumpster baby? Or not the dumpster baby, but like the he just discovers a baby. No, it's the what. one where there's actually like an eight year old kid. And this yeah, I think like, they maybe yeah, that yeah, is yeah. maybe it is. I don't know. It's been a while. No, no, I know what you're it. talking about. I'm I'm mixing up always sunny episodes in my in my head yeah uh, i'm thinking of that one so she plays the mom of the the child yeah. that charlie ends up like yeah big brother adopting yeah. i think that's like the before. biggest kind of role really that she's had since so they all got really screwed over just like a lot of famous horror movies <laughs> like texas chainsaw massacre i know they did like all those actors their contracts said like okay you get the a percent of how much this company makes from this movie and then right when the movie just like came out around then they're like okay that company folded uh a new company (laughs) owns that movie but your contract said that so like they got fucked over too (laughs) 
Yeah. And uh, in a way, that's what we're doing with you because we're, we're getting your comedic talents, Gaby, for free, seemingly. You know, yet we you never signed anything, so we don't we don't owe you anything. Just keep at it. You can't like we'll go to court. We have a lawyer actually. But uh, oh yeah, I do too. Oh fuck. I, I have one stashed away in the corner. Ours you was can't a bluff, see it. So fuck. Mm -hmm. No, definitely not. Definitely the fact that I'm not even in my own house right now definitely wouldn't <laughs> imply that I also wouldn't have a lawyer. <laughs> well, it's cool that you broke into a house uh, to join it's the It's not breaking 12. into a house if you ask permission first. Mm, I don't know. We didn't see I that. I mean, that other person <laughs> just walked right clearly in. Clearly, you need like a... an open yeah. door policy over yeah, there. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a squatting situation. Clearly, clearly, you have a very... It makes sense why you need a lawyer because you clearly have a very <laughs> flimsy grasp of the law. Yeah, absolutely. I'm <laughs> Breaking and entering law. is when you knock on someone's door and ask, can I come in? Uh, I don't know. If someone <laughs> walks into my house, I consider it, whether they're invited or not, I consider it. Uh, yeah. yeah. Hello, you I've invited you all to my party today. Once again. I'm going to call the cops on you now. <laughs> oh, yeah, Texas look at style. that. Um, oh. At Gaby, not Gabby. Uh, is where you can find our wonderful guest on Twitter. That is at G-A-B-E-Y-N-O-T-G-A-B-B-Y. You can find us, you know where you can find us, at Quack12Podcast. Is there anything that you would like to promote our wonderful guest? Oh, um, I feel like, well, I, for one, I feel like we uh, we just kind of like so... so <laughs> <laughs> Just, we like to get a quote. Thank you. Yeah. I'm very happy for that to be my legacy. Quote, piss baby bitch. Quote. End quote. Um, I feel like I feel like we 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 are ending so suddenly. Um, yeah. Is this coming out uh, during the this game? This coming out during the game. This is the my master I, stroke. Yeah. I ask to the people listening to this. Okay, so <laughs> that is the twelfth. Uh, oh, sorry, I'm looking at my calendar. Um, yeah, people who are in Bellingham. Um, I'm doing a show on the 10th, no, not the 10th, today is the 10th, uh, at, on the 21st at the ranch room. Oh, wait, is that a, lo a location? Best I have it plugged pitch in. for a live show ever. <laughs> well, cause sometimes I write in my phone, I'll write the name of the show, which might be different than the venue or I'll write the venue, which is different than the name of the show sometimes. And then I forget which one's which. Yeah. At the ranch room on the 21st, um, Produced by Nikki Kilpatrick, who is always awesome. You should go to her show. She has one at Stemma Brewing, and she has one at shit. I can't. Oh, Aslan. No, no, that's that's another good show. If you're in Bellingham, the Aslan hey. Depot, which is produced by Travis Nelson and Chase Myers, is very good. Um, and then uh, on the twenty fifth, which is in between the day between Thanksgiving and the Apple Cup, mm. because the Apple Cup praise be to jesus is on a saturday <laughs> finally for the first time in like a decade that's crazy um but if you're in seattle on the 25th i'm opening for kermit apio at hereafter which is the um like kind of theater venue ish uh part of the crocodile in belltown um kermit is it's a great space nice it, yeah have you you know it of course yeah um um, yeah, Kermit's really Kermit's a UW guy, I think. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he's a I, UW I've guy. seen his stuff. I've seen his stuff on the Muppet Show a lot. I really liked him. I think he's a great host. <laughs> really good MC, actually, yeah. specifically. <laughs> um, I like how he yeah, wiggles no, around he's... when he goes. Gabby <laughs> 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 Lucas. Um, yay! Yeah, no, he's he's super funny. He like knew he he like knew Mitch Hedberg before Mitch Hedberg was Aww. big and 
he's like one of those people who's just been around and know like anyone anyone who became famous in the late 90s or early or you know early mid 2000s with that has any connection to the northwest ish or not even um he probably he probably knew them back then he's really funny um so i'm opening for him and that's fun there you go 21st at the ranch room and the 25th live in seattle last time you're after Last time he and I did a show together was in Wenatchee and it was outside because it was the summer and we drove up there and I was hosting and my friend who was producing it and opening for him uh, fell asleep around Snoqualmie Pass and we were, t- Kermit and I at the time were talking about hockey and then he fell asleep until almost to Wenatchee and then when he woke up we had had a full other conversations about many other things. And then we circled back to hockey and my friend woke up and was just like, I've never seen somebody so concerned about like the attention span of two other people being <laughs> too good. Uh-huh. Well, well, that's the exact opposite of what we did here. And the, that's, that's nice to know that you can be very specific about a sport too, instead of everything but the sports. Uh, yeah, once again, nice talking to you. Uh, Aaron, do you have any uh, parting words here? Yeah, I think they should just, like, 3D print green guns, and then that's what the actors use, and then they just CGI in the gun. Well, I guess he solved that. Wait, what are we talking about now? This was the Alec... We're, we've are circled we... back to the Alec Baldwin... Rust. Though. Oh, he could fix yeah. it. Oh, I thought you were still talking about Russian accents. No, but done by Australians. I thought no. he was going to end on that one too. Actually, I'd like to say something too. Um, I would like shitty CGI guns, though. I actually think that would make everything a lot better. Yeah. Uh, well, we don't. I mean, Jesus sound... Christ! Look at—they're no. building a fucking Avatar whole world. Think about how easy it is to just like put a fucking gun in somebody's hands. That's true. But <laughs> I want it to be done by someone who like. They, I want. That's where I want the studios to really cut budgets, though, is, or cut costs. Is like on the creatives. Um, you they asshole. They only do CGI guns, CGI, <laughs> CGI guns, but they pay those people very little, and they're very, very green on the job. So, like, they don't know how much money to ask for. They also don't really know how to do it. So they have to learn like <laughs> how to do it. And they have two days to do it. There's one day. I don't know how long it takes. No, CGI there's to actually someone online who does. If you ever watch Spider-Man with guns, he just Whoa. edits the Tobey Maguire Spider-Mans with the shittiest CGI guns you've ever seen. This is exactly See, what you guys look, are talking about. Like, this, yeah. this is a perfect place for actually creating a whole <laughs> new marketplace, which is called Gun Skins. And so you can hire mm. art studios just to make your guns in your movies have an extra creative thing about Honestly, them. if you hire the people that took out the guns from E.T., Steven they Spielberg, yeah, when it went to DVD, they took out the guns and they put in, they were holding radios, and it looks like wait, shit. Wait, wait. I haven't seen E.T. in a quite a while. There's a moment when, they when they're escaping the, like, yeah, the government the government thing where two guys come out and like, yeah, they're holding guns because it's a government thing. They're not, they're not like aiming at E.T. 
you know, they don't got it like point blank at his head or anything, but they are just holding guns. And Steven Spielberg was like, this could ruin America. America could become, could become gun crazy if I put this in. Oh my God. Scene. Imagine. So he took it out and he put in the shittiest looking walkie talkies. Like, so if you get that guy and literally just take those, you know, if he can take the guns out, you can put the guns in. There we go. Put the guns That's in the... places is what I'm well, saying. Well, look. First, you've got an entire marketplace to make tons of money where you can just 3D print green guns of okay. all shapes Wait, and sizes. Wait, why green guns? Because green screen house... is what he's saying. It took me a while. Oh, so, you know. okay. Well, Leave it to so... the Texan to be like, I'd like to end this episode on adding guns to things. <laughs> I think that if could movies be are gonna have guns, add guns to things. Add guns to things. If, you're, if your movie's going to have guns, <laughs> use these green silicone fucking fake guns that don't even oh, they... work. So they can just be green screened in mm -hmm. and then you can have like a whole place where there's diff there's a whole well, place where like people make guns that look like who framed Roger Rabbit. Well, you know, hindsight's 2020, buddy. Okay. Huh? Well, I said hindsight's 2020, buddy. Um, so this has been our episode on that uh, movie Rust, I think it was called. Saying. I don't know. Uh, we got to end this thing. Otherwise, it can go on for 24 hours straight. I, I would like a sequel, though, where we... Because I feel like this conversation about Aaron not understanding how Hollywood. actresses... Oh, no. you don't even Doing know. No. He went on a big no, thing. No, it has nothing to you do with that. You don't even fucking know. Our biggest argument <laughs> was when he, he said, like, well, my dream for Hollywood would be every... Two years, everyone yeah. in the Hollywood industry yeah. is uprooted and you're no longer allowed to be in it. And then we choose okay. randoms it's throughout the, lottery, the country. It's based off your social security number. Literally just randoms. And they come in and then they get to make movies. Right. And I was like, and that's so the whenever shit you go to Hollywood. So when you go to Hollywood. Like you get a bunch of you get stories. The, the, whole, the federal government pays for you to go to Hollywood. <laughs> then you get an entry level exam that basically. I will not says, allow you to have this platform again. I will not allow a, you to have this it's platform. It's a questionnaire. Again. It's a questionnaire. And you just say, I, I, Well, I'm into these things. And they're like, You would be a badass grip. I am very right? liberal. You know what I'm very I mean? liberal. So like, and I that episode them. ended with me calling Aaron a commie, I do believe. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I feel like the whole reason that that wouldn't work besides everything is the amount of institutional knowledge that you would lose every exactly. time you take over. But that's the beauty is, is that everybody no, can do it. would immediately become no. like true Adam, shit. Like actually you can't watch it, them. It, Adam, the operation scale is so large, even on a not big thing. You're not, that the, I don't know why I'm like arguing against this. I like seriously. Gaby, you've got to think big picture here. We have to stomp this idea <laughs> out before it catches TV. momentum. Hey, I, I, but I, I do. I, I, it would be a. It, it, the, I, mm. I don't like really it. quick, though. <laughs> I can be, say this really quick. Yeah. I have an update actually to this, Adam. It's funny that you brought it up because oh, just last night I was talking to Uli about it. Oh, and the update poor, is this. Poor Uli having to yeah, hear this night after night. The update is this. Fish, it's fish got my wish. It's right. TikTok. Sure. Go to TikTok. Do that. TikTok is exactly the thing I was hoping for, which is that it is just people 
making nuggets of entertainment for I'm each other. I'm glad you've realized the internet but it, exists. It's terrible. Yeah. TikTok okay, is it. amazing. I no. I cry it's, laughing it makes the world about a every worse 45 place, and it's seconds. It's terrible on TikTok. for our brains. All right. We got to we, love we it. need to have a sequel episode to this. I it need will a sequel happen. to this because I I I I get insane. the it's best content. It's so no. good. You're talking Okay. okay. So our title is either Piss Baby Bitch Piss or, Baby Bitch or, or whatever Aaron what said. What was the guns one? More guns. I love guns. I'm Aaron. Texas, uh, shoot them up. I'm really up, sad that like we that. forgot this that already. Uh, because listeners are such rabid. Your ideas are frightening. Yeah. Your your title ideas you just proposed right there are, are horrifying. <laughs> yeah, real. We'd be more popular in like certain part, like in White City. I think our numbers would go up. All right, everybody. The White City ska band. But um, sh- I had a ska mighty, band. I had a ska mighty, band. Mighty Whitey Boston. We we were gonna there you, there it for is. a minute. We were really thinking about trying to do this. That was good. Whitey Whitey Boston. Um, we were going to be a ska band called Nirvana. We yeah. were a ska version of Nirvana, and we had not Nirvana ska. That's actually really good too. That's you didn't think of we that. We didn't get to that. What one. about that, I mean, I'm not that good at doing anything on the spot, and that came to me in a half a second. Well, here will help us with this. Nirvana, even. This, I want to be Nirvana. Uh, this is what this is. We had a few titles. We had Vape Me. Yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Come Rastafar. Um, we had the man who sold the weed. Yeah. Uh, and then I think I, it smells like weed. We couldn't think of that. That one we really well, ran you, out you of. Well, you clearly have a good grip on, <laughs> on directions to take. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but but vape me, that's pretty good. We were happy with it that is, one. I, 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 I feel like the other... You got a little bit into the reggae air area yeah. there, which come Rastafar. I don't think anyone's gonna do better than that. Come as you are, come Rastafar. Yeah. Come I defy you to do better than that one. Rastafar. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with one better because although I could go well, on a not before a long podcast. beloved tangent about <laughs> the proliferation of reggae in to being incorporated into punk and then later uh, transform, uh, uh, evolving, having having its cousin evolve, evolution into ska. Watch his one Bob Marley documentary. I lost. I lost. <laughs> no, I have never. I don't really know that much about about reggae after the like 1982. Uh, and I, I mean, I don't really. I don't know that much about it other uh, outside of like the realm of its incorporation with punk and like the London late 70s punk. Sure. Uh, as far as like particularly with the clash um mm. they especially in their like 78 album and also london calling uh give them enough rope especially though was like they worked a lot with um uh, uh like ranking roger and um although i think ranking roger came on after but anyways they 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 uh had a quite a bit of like jamaican and caribbean british influence and they worked a lot with well, with next uh, episode a, this a will, lot of those artists will open on and just a discussion of mm-hmm. um the, the of the more uh, you know. first wave second wave third wave ska we'll do hey. it all we'll pick it up pick it up pick it up from there yeah hey. any so any 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 once yeah any actual like ska ska mm-hmm. i don't i couldn't tell you anything about I couldn't tell you about it i could tell you the mighty mighty bostons are in clueless i could tell you where it starts yeah
or, or the proto, I can tell you the proto uh, thing, which I just kind of did. Well, I can tell you where this episode ends, and it's right here. Yeah, I like that you wanted to end 15 minutes ago, and then Aaron and I have totally screwed oh, you Oh, it's up. been insane. Well, t- once Aaron brought up, no, okay, I'm in this <laughs> Everybody, Aquac Tool Podcast, uh, uh, at, at Gabby Not Gabby, uh, 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 bye. Thank <laughs> you.